Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of The Match Diaries with your hosts Cara and Leo. Good morning. It's another very cozy morning episode. Well, cozy on my side. Cara is like fully ready to I know. go. I'm like makeup's done, hair is done. I'm rushed this morning. Leo's very cozy with her coffee and I'm like, I need to be out of the house <laughs> in half an hour. Do you want to so, tell the listeners where you're going, what you're doing this weekend? It's not that crazy, but basically Ed's family last year for Christmas, they bought us like, um, it was kind of like a voucher to this hotel. And basically the plan was that me and Ed and his brother and his fiance now, congrats to them. Whoa. Um, and then That's Ed's parents as well, that we would all just like spend a weekend in London together and we're going to go see a show, which is nice. Um, so I am very much excited for that. And trying to also recover. So if I sound kind of funny, it's because I'm sniffly. I'm a bit ill, but... Oh yeah, because it's not been that long since we last recorded. We recorded our last episode. That was the quickest turnaround I think we've ever had of an episode. Like we recorded Wednesday morning, at least like of an episode that both of us were in. Recorded Wednesday morning, edited and uploaded it, like I think by 12 or 1 or something. Um, And now it's Saturday morning. I don't know how you did it, to be honest. I am a mastermind. I have eaten hours. <laughs> yeah, but that was quite fun, actually, a quick turnaround. So we were thinking even our highs and lows, we haven't, like, it's not that much different to three days ago, so. Yeah, but I did, I feel like we can do, well, I wanted to recommend something. Yes, go on then. Also, I feel like, okay, yeah, so <laughs> I'll also give an update on what I'm doing this weekend, not that you asked. Oh, sorry, like, sorry, oh, Leo, oh, no. tell me what you're doing this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, because actually... It's quite exciting. Um, well, I've got visitor. I got a visitor right now because Marco's friend is visiting. Aww. Um, who's very lovely, to be fair. Um, but as we're in Amsterdam, they're just mainly getting stoned, and I'm there like. <laughs> You're there like. Can I say that on the can podcast? Can I be involved? I feel like I can. Please. <laughs> I I don't want to be. Um, and then, but no, it's really nice. I think we're gonna go like browsing the streets today a little bit gonna go to a coffee a cafe I must say not a coffee shop um and but then tomorrow I'm flying to London for the week I know very crazy which is crazy so yeah I'm flying to London for work for my new work are you excited to be back I've got I'm really excited to see everyone I just feel like it's gonna be such um like a mind fuck because I haven't been back since I moved and I think in my in my head it's still like the same Mm. but obviously new people have moved in into my room and you know into the house and things are gonna look different I think it's almost like gonna hit me more now that it's like oh I've actually left like I'm a visitor in my own because I'm gonna be staying in my old house I'm even tomorrow night gonna be staying in my old room because basically two friends like moved in instead of me and my friend moved out which is like the perfect transition um so I'm gonna be staying in her room because I think she's like away anyways and so it's gonna be weird I'm gonna be in my old room but it's obviously gonna not be my room anymore I think that's quite weird though to like go back to how you used to live but then and then be in the same space but then see how it's changed I can imagine that feels a bit but I'm obviously I'm really excited to see everyone yeah I'm so excited to go to our local coffee shop again and like our local park and you know do the routines again and be like a working girly in London again you know going to meetings because I've been only working from home so I'm I do kind of miss, like, seeing humans in my, you know, like, that I work with. Yeah. Um, so, That's and then so on Friday, we're going to go to Italy. So I'm back on, like, the traveling 
<laughs> this Blind. is the Leo that we know, the one that's. Uh... I just love how you were I'm like. Back, it feels. Maybe. I'm like gonna go to the airport, and I was like, oh yeah, it's been a while. You're like, yeah, it's been six weeks. I'm like, that's literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> to me, honestly, this but has felt like you, it just feels so strange to like be packing my bags again. How exciting! I can't believe it. Yeah, so I might try well, see you tomorrow then, which is very nice. Hopefully. We will try. Fingers crossed. Yes, we will try our hardest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, also I wanted to recommend something. Yes. But before I do, do you have anything you wanted to recommend? I feel like it could be a cute little weekly segment, like what are we recommending from this week? And it could be anything. It could be a product, could be a food, could be a book, yeah. could be a movie, a TV show, mm. a song. I'm kind of putting you on the spot. I have two things. One, which I'm repeating from last week, but the book Babel, Babel, whatever, however you, however you pronounce it, because mm. I'm, I think, halfway through now. Um, and I am really enjoying it. It's just <gasps> so, such a fun, fun read. Um, and it, Fun read. You're not going to think that by the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not really fun, but it's just like interesting, you know, like I'm actually taking yeah. it. I'm, I'm very eager to see what's going to happen. Um, yeah. and it, it, I've oh, you need to it. update me on your thoughts. I've enjoyed it to the point where I was falling. I was reading it last night. I'm like falling asleep reading it. Um, and yeah. I like walked in to like the book on one side. I had, I had like classical music playing on in the background. <laughs> I was just fast asleep. Um, but yeah, I am. That is, it's, it's very good so far. So I'm really enjoying it. Um, and then also kind of a festive type um, recommendation uh, you already know this it's uh, Gavin and Stacey it's like mm. for any of the British listeners it's very much I think it feels like home to a lot of people it's just like feel good um, kind of like the everyday people that you would actually <laughs> see in in the UK I don't know it's just so cozy I don't know I actually finished it yesterday I'm very upset no way because it's, it's only okay. like three seasons and it's like six episodes per season so it's very like it's a quick watch but it's just it's fun it's cozy and there the last episode is a christmas special so i'm starting to get in the christmas uh, mood if i do say so oh myself. lord i have decided as soon as i come back from italy that's when i'm gonna start being like fully in the christmas mood yeah or in the festive mode because then it's gonna be like mid-november which i feel like is a, is a good time mm-hmm. then you've got like a solid month and a half of everything i asked ed if we could put the christmas tree up in mid-november and he was like no no way you have to wait. Yeah, I've had exactly the same conversation. I also, okay, please let me know how you guys tackle this, um, people that live with partners. So we have now agreed we're going to do the first weekend of December, we're going to put our tree up. But me, being a German human, I naturally want a real Christmas tree because fake Christmas trees are just just a knockoff version of the of the real thing. And even here, I had some conversations with people and I think here in like the Nordics and like you know, in Amsterdam, it seems to be, like, the same vibe, like, people want to have a real Christmas tree. Yeah. And I think in other countries, like, the UK, I don't know about the US, but the UK and, um, I guess Italy as well, people have fake Christmas trees. And so Marco wants a fake Christmas tree, because <laughs> obviously it is a bit more work to have a real Christmas tree, because, like, the pine needles fall, and, you know, it's a real fucking tree. And you can just um, reuse a plastic like the fake trees exactly. you can just reuse those so i don't know what to do i think i might just concede for this year and try again next year but well yeah, what's his argument cool. besides like besides the effort is that his only reason why he doesn't it's want just it? the mess the mess yeah if you offered to clean it <laughs> clean it up <laughs> to be fair yeah i don't think he's gonna believe me I but think he has just, to but the thing is like <laughs> yeah 
It's so funny because I've heard my dad have the exactly the same arguments. Like, not that my dad ever wanted a fake Christmas tree. He just wanted no Christmas tree. <laughs> your dad doesn't want a Christmas tree. Oh, wait, I know my this. My dad is your a dad Grinch and not... Marco is also a Grinch. Yeah. They both just think it's like capitalist bullshit. <laughs> but it's like it And makes... they're like, why shouldn't I give gifts every day? Same with Valentine's Day. Like, why should there be a But it makes people feel like, good. Oh. It gives people a reason exactly. to like be... Ex- I was thinking this other day. I was like, if... I was thinking, like, if London, for example, if we didn't have, like, Halloween or Christmas, you know, like, the Christmas lights are starting, they're, like, being put up. Like, what else do we have to be excited about? You know, like, especially with winter. Yeah, with it's just so many months of cold. The sun sets at 4.30. Like, we have nothing to be excited about now. So we might as well have, like, cute Christmas lights and, I don't know, something to look forward to. I, I get agree. it, though. I, I get both sides. Me too, me too. Especially, I guess, if you don't celebrate Christmas. I don't know how I'd, you know, how you'd feel mm. about the whole world suddenly being, like, in a Christmas craze when you're like, well, I literally don't. It's the Mariah Carey, like, it. it's time. <laughs> but I'm, personally, I'm excited. Anyways, so let me know if you have any thoughts on the fake versus real Christmas tree debacle. Um... For me, though, as an external person listening to you having that conversation, I'm, like, happy for you because I'm, like, oh, your first, like, in-person, <laughs> like, debate. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. It's very cute. This is what you wanted. Remember, you were, like, I want to fight about the dishes. Oh, my and God, I'm, like, there yes. you go. Oh, it's been the best. Like, oh. I, I'm probably going to, in a couple months, be able to give, like, a proper insight into Maybe yeah. we should do, like, a how it is, like, living with partners kind of episode. Yeah. Um, But it's been so beautiful. But what is your recommendation? Oh, my recommendation. So, um, <laughs> so I watched a movie last night and it was really cute. And I was just like on Netflix, like browsing for something to watch. Because the problem now is the downside of living with someone is that we're watching things together. So when I'm mm. watching something on my own, I can't watch what I'm watching with him, which is fucking Gilmore Girls. I'm like, I can't watch <laughs> Gilmore Girls. Your favorite show. Um, <laughs> so I just saw this movie being recommended. And it's with Emma Roberts and, like, a, like Diane Keaton and, like, a lot of, like, famous actors. It's called Maybe I Do on Netflix. I think it's, like, just come on to Netflix. And it's from this year, 2023. I think it came out, like, earlier this year. I had never heard of it. And it's with the same, like, the her romantic interest is the same romantic interest as in The Holiday, which is also such a cute movie with her and this guy. I've forgotten his name. Okay, but anyways, I'm gonna have I just to thought it was... That. I feel like it was a really sweet movie. It was kind of about their love story, but really not. It was mainly about, like, their two parents. And basically the premise is he can't decide whether he wants to get married to her or not. She sets to him an ultimatum. They both go back to their parents' houses and they all decide to, like, you know, meet for a dinner. And turns out the parents are all, like, connected in some sort of way. This is no spoilers, but... And it's it ends up kind of being a lesson or, like, the moral of the oh, story is, it's, I guess, what happens to marriages as you grow older. Even from, like, the photos and stuff, it's giving early, like, 2000s movie, rom-coms. Yeah, all of them are, like, such well-seasoned rom-com stars. Like, they all know the genre, you and know? Richard and Richard Gere is in it. I love Richard Yes. Gere. Yeah, so he's one of the, he's one of the dads. And... It just, it, I feel like it had a really beautiful message. And again, it, it wasn't like, you know how normal movies are, like, it ends at the kiss. It was like, no, it actually showed what comes after because it was mainly talking about really the parents' marriages. Aww. And what happened after, like, years and years of being together. But then juxtaposed with 
these young people, like their children, who are deciding whether to get married and basically whether to go down the same path as their parents yeah. or not. And yeah. both of them had different experiences that. from their parents' marriages. I feel like we've so. spoken about this so many times as well, of like how we want movies to show more of what yeah. life is really like after, because it always ends when they get together. Yeah, um, and honestly, I think this movie did a really good job of like... I mean, it's a rom-com, so is it going to be that realistic? Props not. But obviously it wasn't... But I feel like it... <laughs> It had some very realistic aspects to it. But it was still, it left you with the same like hopeful, lovey feeling that all good 90s rom-coms or early 2000 rom-coms do, you know? Yeah. So try to convince Ed to watch that with me. Hey, let me know your thoughts. I feel like you'll enjoy it. Shall we get into the episode then? The actual topic of it all. I'm pretty sure this was one of the advice. We got a few like it advice was, yeah. questions around this topic. So we thought we would just do like a whole episode on it. But a few people asked us basically, how do you know if you're on the right path? Or what was the other word? The right track, I guess. And we, I guess we had a few thoughts on this topic um, that we wanted to share with you do you have any initial thoughts <laughs> i feel like because we were kind of like brainstorming about this or just like talking about our thoughts like yeah. this week and i think my instinctual reaction was like i don't feel like there is a right path you know a right track to be on mm-hmm. and because you can always look at other people's paths and compare yourselves and and it's so easy to think you're like you know doing something wrong or you could be doing something better you could be quicker at what you're doing you could have xyz more you could have studied that you could have gone into this job all of this and I feel like that's almost like too easy as of a way out or a way of thinking to go down yeah when actually I mean this is again such a cliche saying but it's just like everyone is on their own path it doesn't mean that there is a wrong or right path it just people are doing things at different paces and mm-hmm. someone, I, I heard something in a YouTube video where she was, where this girl was saying that just because someone has something quicker than you doesn't make them better than you or more successful than you. It just me- it just means that they got there quicker kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean that what you're doing is not the right way to get there. It just means it's different. Like, yeah. you're doing it at your own pace. And I feel like, but then we also got onto, I guess, some another... Like another train of thinking, because I guess when you th- when you think that way and you're just like, okay, no, everything's on the right path. I mean, I do think that then everything will work out and you're going to do the right things, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then there is also the other side of it, which is you also don't want to grow complacent or you don't want to just not change things if you're genuinely unhappy or if things genuinely don't feel right. Because you do yeah. have the power to change your life at any point in time if you want it. And I'm going to stop talking now so you can take over and and say your thoughts on it. (laughs) I mean, I agree. Because, yeah, exactly the same thing. When we started talking about it, we were very, we were were being like almost umbrella terms. Like, oh, of course, like everyone has their own way of getting there. And we were like, like, there is no one path to follow and there's no right path. But then the more we were thinking about it, I think we narrowed it down to like the first aspect of it being like, maybe reflect back on your moral compass of like what you think is right or wrong because you might be doing things like that you might be influenced by an external environment and you might be I don't know in the moment you're like oh but 
my friends are doing this and this seems to be like the right thing to do. But then if it sits yeah. wrong with you and you're like, if you actually feel maybe that it doesn't align with what you believe in and your values, then that's okay and you can question those things. It doesn't mean that you're on the wrong path. It just means that maybe what you're following isn't what you like the path that you want to be following doesn't mean it's wrong you know and then I guess the second thing is just checking in with truly how you're feeling because I think you'll know if you're taking steps to follow a certain path that you think is the right one so I don't know for example let's think with uni like almost being forced to go into uni by your parents and then maybe every day if you're like this isn't what's making me happy like I'd rather be doing this instead um or like my goals are are this and I need to do these steps to get there but my parents are forcing me to do university and I don't think that truly aligns like I think you can check in and be like well this doesn't really make me happy um and like challenge the path so I think also it's like one you could be given a path but then you could also make the choice to like choose your own one does that make sense yeah yeah I don't know I just think there's a lot of things where it's about checking in with how you're feeling and also at some point that could have been the right next step for you so for example with people getting jobs like you could start a job and a couple of years later you're like yeah I mean it was right in the moment I was enjoying that I, it, it got me to where I am now I've learned a lot but you're allowed to then be like actually and and to be honest maybe personal circumstances can affect I don't know maybe you get exposed to something and you're like actually this route of the career fits more with me so you make the choice to be like actually that was good in the moment, but let me try something out that's different. And you can also experiment and try. I feel like life is too short to be like, I'm kind of stuck on this path. Let me do it because that's what I've spent my years leading up to it, getting to this point. If you feel like you want to change because it will make you happy or it aligns more with your values as a person, then I think you should go for it, you know? Yeah. I feel like my main advice that I would give on the subject is that it's like never too late to change anything or to make any sort of different decisions or to introduce new habits or I guess end certain relationships if they need to be ended or start new ones, all of that. Because I actually think that from those moments of like, you know, the again, this is, I feel like something that we know, but it's, and we see in movies all the time, it's like the rock bottom mm -hmm. moments after that will follow very often like actually yeah. the best things that will happen because when you're at that really low point you don't feel like you have much to lose and all you know is okay you need to make a change and you need to do yeah. something differently and why not then at least do things that that feel right to you and that's why I think breakups are often so transformative or yeah. I think often like I don't know even we actually wrote down like midlife crisis and I was thinking that as well as like mm. when people feel like they've like lost control or they're just going down a path they can't recognize who they are anymore they're unhappy with some of the choices they made then it's like well they're gonna make other choices to counterbalance that and I think you yeah. can handle that in better or bad ways depending on like how aware of it you are and your reasons for doing certain things like in a midlife crisis the the reason the best thing to do is not sleep with your fucking secretary the best thing to do is like okay why am I maybe unhappy with certain things in my life and how can I work on that in different ways without That's so funny being a cliche <laughs> um but I, I honestly think, think so it's true, never though. too late yeah yeah and also with like I'm thinking back to like a, maybe me and some of my personal experience I think sometimes it's easier to like be complacent with what you're doing and you're like okay 
and and honestly i think there's moments where like i check in and i'm like is this really what i want to be doing many aspects of my life (laughs) um but then like maybe fear comes into it and it's like oh but if you make these changes you don't know the outcome so it's about you know like also maybe maybe trying to have control over the situation um yeah but if you're craving the change or you know that you're not happy in that moment it's the, the best decision you have is to like choose yourself and make that decision of what makes you happy regardless of like how it might impact the people around you obviously don't be a dickhead but um <laughs> i think it's really hard for some people to put themselves first when it comes to like making big changes in their life because yeah. they think oh it might affect x y and z but if you're not being true to your it goes back to like being your authentic self like if you're not being true to yourself it's not going to benefit anyone else either. So it's best to like yeah. just choose what's right for you and make that decision. And then hope that the people that are close to you that really do care about you and love you will support the choices that you're making, you know? Yeah. Um, and realize that it's actually better for them as well. Yeah. What I also would say is that I feel like sometimes it's okay that things feel hard and difficult and not pleasant. Because I think sometimes it's easy to think, like, for example, with uni, I have heard of a lot of cases of people dropping out in, like, the final year or, Mm. you know, things get tough and people quit or people start new ventures and, like, it doesn't go as they planned, so they just drop it. And it's, like, I think that can be easy to disguise. It's, like, well, you know, I'm doing this for me. Like, it's just... And I have done the same thing of, like, sometimes quitting things because it's, like... It's just not working out as I thought. And you almost yeah. can't see the long-term goal of like, what am I actually working towards? And I think sometimes if that long-term goal is worth it, it's worth just pushing through that like uncomfortable bit and almost like the sacrifice in the moment and like the discipline yeah. that you need. Obviously without like completely killing yourself Destroying your over mental it. health. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I think there is a time and a place for, okay, really working hard and things not being super pleasant for you but again you're doing it for a certain reason and and like sitting in like the uncomfortable space and like being scared and not knowing whether something is right is maybe actually exactly the right thing and the right place to be yeah and because I was even thinking like yeah because even in London I, I think I've spoken about this on the podcast like a while back like me and my friend Ali were both having this conversation where we were both questioning whether we should still be in London. I think this was like two years ago or maybe even, yeah, it must have been like two years ago. And we were saying that both of us have like the tendency to just as soon as we have stayed in a place to want to crave a new change, you know, yeah. or like if you have a job, you crave a new change, you always want like better, different. Because again, the, the, the thrill of a new challenge is also something that like you can be almost like addicted to. And yeah. for me, and I think also for her, the the right thing to do in that moment or the best thing was to actually just like okay let us just try and actually stay in a place and see how we can make that work even though Mm. the easiest thing would almost be to like drastically change everything and then it's interesting because both of us then two years later did make that decision and we did move somewhere else and made a drastic decision but I think it's also important to almost prove to yourself that you can just stick in that spot and you can make it and you can complete I'd like you know I had such an amazing life that we then both built in London after that point which we wouldn't Mm -hmm. have traded for anything and then we weren't stuck in that cycle of like always almost like running away or almost 
chasing yeah. new stimuli to like get you excited. Like sitting through the discomfort, it's almost like you then proving to yourself that like, or like giving yourself more and more reasons to be like, okay, I'm doing this. I, there's good moments that are coming out of it, but also it's not making, I guess, an impulsive change and making it because it actually benefits what yeah. you need in terms of like the next steps that you're looking Like for. give your situation a chance, you know, because I feel like even with like moving abroad, I think it can be very easy to move abroad or like especially if it's like a study abroad and be like super unhappy and like maybe be tempted to quit and be like, okay, yeah. let me just go back home or like let me just, I don't know, do something. But then it's like, okay, well, what would happen if you actually just tried for a bit longer yeah. and accepted that, okay, it's going to be difficult yeah. for a couple of months or I don't know how long. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like it's just so, it's such like a nuanced topic because I feel like it's it has to be just... It's so circumstantial yeah. as well. Because I'm thinking of like, I think it, big examples where people might be questioning, is this the right path for me? Or am I like doing what I'm supposed to be doing? It's comes a lot with like surrounding yourself with so I can imagine like maybe friends that you might think oh they're pushing you out of your comfort zone but mm -hmm. then also at the same time you notice that you're almost like forgetting who you are throughout that relationship and almost just becoming a maybe worse version of yourself you're making decisions that you never used to make or even in in like relationships I think a lot of the time a lot of people forget who they are in in the relationships um yeah and also I think especially with that topic it's quite sensitive because I feel like some relationships are not always healthy and there can yeah. be some sort of toxicity that comes with it um and I think in those moments it's also hard this is almost like the question like how to know if you're on the right path I think sometimes you can be in situations where the external environment blurs your ability to figure out if that's the right path for you or not yeah I, th I actually think it's so important to always like check in with the few people that you trust um and then just like obviously not like formally be like I'm putting in a meeting to check in you know but more <laughs> more just quarterly I life review be, be aware of like how maybe if you're changing and you're like oh a lot is going on in my life the the people that are closest to you if you feel like they're distancing themselves from you maybe it's worth like noting you know yeah. like oh why why are they distancing why and obviously it's okay to grow away from your friendships but I think it's just realizing if it's the right reason rather than the mm. wrong reason I I can just imagine so many moments where where you're just so affected by the situation that you actually don't know what's right and what's wrong yeah. which is why I think going back to your moral compass and and values is always good and obviously that can change as well but yeah. I guess you only you know like what's right for you and what's wrong for you. And I think having a good relationship and understanding with that part of you is really, really important, you know? Yeah. And honestly, that can be so difficult. And I feel like it can be so easy to then retrospectively be like hard on yourself and be like, oh, I should have made that decision sooner. Or I should have, you know, left that relationship sooner. But yeah. it's like, it's again, that phrase of you're doing the best you can with the tools that you have and the knowledge that you have at the time. So yeah. as and forgive yourself like it's never too late yeah. you know even if it's like exactly even if you feel like oh, oh I wasted five years of my life with this person or with this friendship and you feel like you ha it just wasn't the right thing for you there's no point being mean to yourself about it you just need to take the lessons that you've learned from that experience yeah and, and time's just, never wasted no 
even in relationships, you know, yeah, you might have been hurt and it might feel like a setback in the moment, but it's gonna so inform any everything you do in future. And it doesn't yeah. only have to be for the negative, even though it maybe feels that way. It can be for the positive, even if it's just like the compassion that you then look at other people with or maybe advice you can give to other people or, you know, your children in the future, or, you know, whatever it is. And I also yeah. always have to think of my dad who only met my mom when he was 36. So yeah. before he was 36, he had like a literally completely different life. He was living in a different country, had a different job, <laughs> had a different wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's just like, you know, it just shows it's you don't know when your life is going to change and you really can't plan it sometimes. You know, sometimes people are just going to enter your life and you yeah. don't see it coming. And you could be, I don't know, just any age and stuff can completely change. And that's, you know, a good thing. That's like, that's life just lifing. Um, yeah. But what <laughs> life I also, doing its thing. <laughs> I just be like that. <laughs> It also has a lot to do with, like, privilege of circumstance because I feel like it might be, I don't know, I can imagine it might feel a bit hypocritical or, like, patronizing to listen to if you don't feel like you have any type yeah. of resource to actually remove yourself from your situation. And I think there are some circumstances where there aren't, yeah. you know, like... Especially right now where there's so much fucking shit yeah. going on in the world and... You're so right you to know, point it's that out. Like, like, it's so easy for us to be like, oh, check in and, like, trust, you know, find people that you're trusting or whatever. And it's so easy to say those things. But sometimes people are genuinely just, like, unlucky and they just don't have that in their lives. And it's almost like... This is this actually always makes me upset. I feel like sometimes people are born into a life that, like, they don't deserve. And I feel so bad for the people that... It's almost like, why why are we so lucky to, you know, have had the privileges of growing up yeah. and, like, having the resources and having the support and others aren't? And, like, yeah, it feels so easy to be like, yeah. you have control and you can make those changes and stuff. But sometimes, like, the world is not fair and it's not easy. And, yeah, it, yeah. it's a lot harder, I guess. So, also, I mean, if you feel like you're questioning if you're on the right path or not, and you do feel like you have the ability to change that, I think that that's something you sh that we should feel grateful for and, like, acknowledge that, like... We're exactly. very privileged to be able to, you know, choose the path or whatever the, the, that we want to be in. Yeah, the world is not a nice place sometimes. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, and I feel like that's, that's why it's almost even more important if we do have the possibility and the opportunity to change even one thing that we do want to change. Or And it doesn't even mean like sometimes you don't have money or resource to do something, but you can do other things without the money to work towards a place where you can afford yeah. certain changes. And there are certain things that you can do if you do have those mm -hmm. possibilities around you, you know? So I feel like if you do, then it's like, okay, we well, just have to be so yeah. grateful for it. And and choose yourself. In yeah, make use of the yeah. opportunity. Yeah. I think with things like this, you're allowed to be selfish. Yeah. Not in a way that's negatively impacting others. But, you know, like, you, you're only living your life for you and at the end of the day you're the one that's gonna have to spend the rest of your life with yourself so you might as well choose things that make you happy and surround yourself with positive 
people that make you happy as well and just choose that yeah i think even if you think that it might hurt someone else you might hurt them worse if you don't if you're not honest you don't actually do what would make you happy yeah i'm interested to see how that perspective is also going to change as we grow older and maybe have kids of our own because i feel like mothers are like the least selfish beings ever but i also think that they should sometimes think of themselves first and you know it's again it's i do so think difficult. as you get older though and you like have a family unit being selfish involves not just you it involves your whole family you know yeah like you're selfish for your family rather than against your family yeah i want to ask you do you feel like you're on the right path or like are you where you expected yourself to be or where you want to be now Ooh. I wasn't expecting this question. <laughs> we always make it a bit personal, don't we? I definitely think... <laughs> I definitely think I'm in, like, the right spot at yeah. the right time with the right people. And I just... I'm excited to see what's going to come. I was also reflecting on, like, career last night, weirdly, of, like, yeah. where I want to go. Because we were talking about, like, dream jobs, you know? And I feel like... I'm happy with my career at the moment, but I also have like specific goals that I feel like I just, I want to work yeah. towards. I'm being so cryptic, <laughs> but I feel like that's also, I needed to remind myself actually of that, like last night of like, it's doesn't mean that it's the wrong track just because I'm like not there just yet. It just means it's, you know, it's going to happen in a couple of years or I don't know how you know how many years down the line but as long as I'm like continuing to work hard and to put effort in like the places I care about then you know it's it's all I know it's all gonna work out and but in terms of like the people and the move I feel like I've just done like a really big thing in terms of like changing the trajectory of like where I'm going and like choosing I guess my relationship to build like that future and I'm really proud of that. And I'm really proud of, like, how me and Marco yeah, are managing doing so it. Well. And I feel like... And I got, I got, I've got, gotten a couple of messages from, like, people, like, you guys who are in long-distance relationships. Either being like, oh, my God, you're also now moving in together. Or that it just, like... Even if it just, like, gives you hope yeah. of, you know, this yeah. is what's to come. Or, you know, there is an end to it. And, yeah, I'm just sending you lots of strength to my yeah. long-distance people out there. Because it is really tough. I actually love but that you've... It just made really a big good. change because I feel like that's the perfect example of like I'm thinking of like a timeline and you could have made the choice to stay in mm. London and then I don't know prioritize I guess that life and then hope that your relationship with Marco isn't affected by long distance like you could have made the choice to be like actually let's do long distance a bit longer yeah and but you've made this choice now which is almost like put you off the timeline and created this whole new timeline so there's like parallel lives that you could have had but that doesn't mean that one is right and one is wrong it's more just like how you take that experience and how you create habits and check in with yourself and put the values and make sure that you're still putting yourself first so like no matter the big change that you've made you can still make sure that it's I guess the right path yeah it's so interesting because if you had asked me even like three or four years ago if I would move for a relationship or for a man you'd be like you bet your ass no. I would have said no <laughs> <laughs> I think especially like as like women nowadays in the western world we we have the privilege to be growing up with people or the 
the right people in your life telling you you can be independent you you know you get to make your own choices you You don't don't need need no no man man. like you know your career is (laughs) important all of these things and I completely obviously agree with those things but I think that's why in my head I was always like well I'd never move like I had a you know I obviously had a great job in in London and maybe objectively speaking London is a better city Mm. career-wise than Amsterdam um not saying that there isn't opportunities here but you know what I mean I get it. Um, it, it means that I like went, you know, I made a different choice. And I guess I prioritized my relationship at that point, which I never thought I would do. But I think now, having made that decision and making that decision, I guess, like every day, it's just, well, I've learned that I think there's something else that I am valuing, which is like my future yeah. with a person. And that's I think when you meet a person, I think love is like the yeah. most important thing in life. Yeah. And obviously, I think if I would have never wanted to move somewhere where like I have absolutely no opportunities, like if we had moved to a town or yeah. a city where like I would have no career opportunities, I don't speak the language, like there's no way for me to be happy there. Obviously, that yeah. wouldn't be the but right see, choice. So you're making the choice to like prioritize love, but you're not sacrificing your career alongside it like you've still made sure that you're not yeah sacrificing aspects in your life so you're you're still in the sense like putting your needs not first but alongside that priority you know which is really important and same as marco like i think we we both did that and i think that's important because otherwise i think you just end up resenting the other person yeah okay enough about me what about you do you feel like you're on the right path right now I think it's a tougher question for me to answer. I think I've obviously had a year of like a lot of change and trauma and just a lot of like specific experiences mm-hmm. that have made me maybe think of the world differently. Um, so I think since coming back from that experience, um, basically my for those who don't know my father was ill so I had to my father is very formal um but I had to like kind of step away from work for like a month and just like be with family and just prioritize that um but honestly coming back it's made me just like see things very differently um so I think I'm in that point now where I'm just like realizing that maybe I was comfortable with situations not entirely because I was happy more just because it was easier to be comfortable with it than like face the reality of like me having to make change but this is also where Leo and I are very different like I don't like change that much so yeah I've had a lot of these thoughts recently where I'm just like okay life is way too short and like what what are I'm questioning like what are my priorities Mm -hmm. what are my values what are my needs and are the choices that I'm making right now meeting those needs? And it's quite a scary position to be in because it means that I might have to make some changes. Yeah. But I also don't know if I'm making those changes also because I've just gone through something traumatic as well. So I'm also just trying to sit through my feelings and make sure that I'm also not making choices that are coming from a place of fear and anxiety and more just because I want to choose what's right for me. So I don't. I do not have a perfect answer for this but I I'm still proud of myself and I think I'm doing well and I think the fact that I can think about these things and talk about them is really good so I know and I know that like no matter what happens or like what I choose to prioritize it will be right for me and my family and Ed and you (laughs) and the podcast (laughs) so yeah (laughs) I 
but I see this as I think it's okay you know it's okay not to feel like you have it all figured out and yeah yeah it's just good to question why so yeah there's no right answer for me or right path but there are things that I'm noticing that I'm not are not aligning with like what I truly want to have or where I want to be so yeah just a lot of big questions and I'm sure the answers will follow as the time goes on yeah I think it's so interesting that you said like oh I don't have a perfect answer for this when like that was the perfect answer to the question you know but maybe it's like maybe the question is flawed Mm. in itself like like the even the question of the right path the more we talk about it I feel like it's just or a path is just bullshit because it's just like well it's just your life like no matter where you go it's the path that you've chosen or didn't choose and and same as well like if you had asked me this maybe a couple months ago or like at the beginning of the year I would have had a completely different answer so it's also just reminding yourself that like life changes and things happen and you just have to like align yourself with those changes or like make sure that you're just coping with them life is hard (laughs) life is very very difficult but um it is a good I think it's a good question to like maybe not like the right path but Maybe a good journaling exercise to do is just be like, maybe how would you describe the path that you're on now? And does it align with your values? And maybe are you happy is like the biggest question of it all. Like, yeah. yeah. And a journal, not a journaling exercise, but an exercise that like when I used to do career coaching, she was saying to write down like, I guess how like things in my life right now or certain behaviors and then what would my life be like in five years if nothing changed? Like, if I didn't change any of these things. Yeah. And then what would my life be like in five years if I made the changes that I wanted to make? And then compare those two and be like, what am I happy with? You know, am I am I content with if nothing changes? And if I don't change certain attitudes or behaviors that I have? Yeah. Am I comfortable with that trajectory? Am I comfortable with that future? And I think often it's, mm, no. <laughs> Probably no. should change a couple things. No along the way but good to like and maybe it's not maybe it's not actually actualize. happy with yeah yes exactly okay i think we can leave it here yeah that was a good thought-provoking episode i feel very my mind feels yeah. busy <laughs> right now which is always this good. felt like an actual journaling but it's like Vo- what uh, you call audio it? diary of vocal her. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> not vocal vocal <laughs> audio diary which is exactly what this podcast is yeah so that's great but let us know if you have any thoughts on this topic or if you agree or disagree with anything that we're saying Um, yes please and we hope that you're happy (laughs) that's the most important thing to strive for and if you're not happy right now you will be happy yes okay well i need to rush off because i'm 10 minutes late and i am going to have a very angry boyfriend in a few minutes if i do not leave the house so oh no Um, but thanks everybody and we will speak to you next week thanks for listening speak to you next week bye bye bye